Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Bad people. Welcome to our show. Anyone who want to learn more about Google Ads, welcome. Today we are going to discuss how you can get results, how you can create your strategy because this marketing channel is overwhelmed, overpriced, and today we need to pay a lot per click, but it's more important to get clicks that will sell your products in the end than chasing low quality clicks. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Rokas Goldsas. How are you? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having, for having me. And I love the slideshow, uh, the presentation, my videos. I don't know where did you get them. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> uh, I want to be honest. I don't know where my team can find all this information as well. <laughs> I usually tell them, you know, I have a great guest. I want to discuss about this topic and they search online, probably on all social media. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, usually give them the task please be concise specific and create something valuable unique yeah so yeah they're creative on that rockers before we start just tell more about your self-experience background and tell us why you decided to choose google ads when we have a lot of other marketing channels well that can be a long story um i think it started 14 years maybe ago 14 maybe 13 or something like that i'm some from a small country at that time, when you worked for a company, you basically did everything, you know, all the ads and products and creating and everything, like talking to developers. So Google Ads was sort of the platform we were thinking of trying. And of course, you don't hire like you do now or like the big companies do, you know, they need Google Ads, they hire someone, but we didn't have money. So I just bought a book and read about it and started doing it. And um, after a while, I just kind of got, I suppose, good at it. And, you know, years later, I just sort of stuck with it and, and you know, deepened my knowledge, got more experience and sort of it kind of stayed with me. I Honestly, I didn't think too much about whether to pick this or that platform. It's just something I needed to do. Um, and I just started doing it and I kind of liked it and um, I was becoming better and better. And, uh, you know, then, then, you know, started working for companies doing specifically Google ads. And, you know, now I'm here writing books doing seminars whatever and yeah i guess i'm stuck with it for for a while oh nice nice yeah i'll share links to your webinars uh, in the description for someone who is looking uh ways to get more results with that and i want to start with the first simple question how to create this strategy you know it's interesting many years ago um I think I started my digital journey in 2008 and uh, I set up Google Ads myself. Uh, and that worked because competition was low. I paid for click like five, 10 cents, not a lot. Today in my niche, I need to pay five, ten dollars. <laughs> you know, it's like a hundred times more. Th that's why uh, I think uh, I got great results paying five. 10 cents per click without creating uh, a buying persona, without uh, considering strong sites, many different uh, insights. And uh, today it's a must have. You need to analyze your customers, unique selling proposition, 
can you tell how to create a strategy where to start what to do for example if someone started from scratch give insights how to do it <laughs> um right um i'll try to be as concise as possible <laughs> um i usually well if there is a website or a product let's let's say uh then i basically look at the product um google ads is very good if people are already searching for it that's the key factor i mean facebook ads uh you know this doesn't matter you can show ads you know when people scroll with google someone actually has to search for your product or service now it's easy to find because you know your product right if you say um if you take your men's leather shoes there will be a lot of searches so one thing you to do is try to do try to find your niche try to to pick specific keywords that describe your products exactly because if you if you try to advertise for example just men's shoes it will be way way too expensive you'll get a lot of traffic uh but if your shoes for example are leather custom made from italy so you 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 try to to get as specific as possible with your keywords um so that's one thing so i usually start with as much as possible with specific keywords so men's leather shoes from italy that will be my keyword to start if i would sell you know uh, men's uh, leather shoes so i'll try to go as specific as possible because competition usually is lower for uh, specific keywords of course you need to look at the page uh back in 2008 yes the competition was uh, lower uh, but also people usually converted pretty good um now you have to work on the landing page as well or in a website so you know pictures titles you know everything related to conversion um you know all the best practices should work but uh, so that's the web page for for ads yeah i'll start with as specific keywords as possible and see if that converts if that converts i'll go up a little higher so for example if you know men's leather shoes from italy convert then i will go to you know men's shoes from italy skip the leather part or just go to men's leather shoes skip the italy part so you go one step up and up to the broader audience um and this way you always check whether they convert so i mean that's the ballpark of it but for google search that's the basic i mean people search for something already on google so your job is to find a specific keyword that is more or less low in competition but still describes your product exactly because you don't want to get traffic that is not ready to buy for example um the other part you can all, always if for example you sell something that people search widely you can bid on keywords that have buy word in it for example you know buy leatherman shoes because if people search for something and they enter buy and something then they are more ready to buy so it's like a bottom of the of bottom of the funnel uh, keywords right you don't search for keywords like buy winter tires if you don't want to buy them you obviously are ready to buy that's why you know you search for it so that's the usually two ah uh, yeah you know nice. guys uh like it <laughs> they have no internet but i think <laughs> in north korea they use <laughs> one day <laughs> and we'll learn about google ads yeah awesome interesting uh i want to ask about uh how for example you know in aco we usually spend so much time to group a list of keywords but we never use minus keywords that i think it's a must have uh 
uh, in Google Ads. Can you tell how to do it right? I mean, like how to find a list of minus words. I remember when I cooperated with one client uh, and uh, he has a big factory uh, of uh, uh, charges, I mean, like for electric cars and uh, batteries, charges, something like this. And uh, uh, he told me that uh, his Google Ads campaign started to work when he used plus 5,000 minus words uh, because uh, batteries for uh, smartphones are more popular than for cars and it might mislead people. Can you tell how to find this list like plus 5,000 words more or less and to know that these words will not bring any results? Yeah, uh, what you're calling is negative keywords. Yeah, uh, it's the keywords that you don't want uh, to trigger your ad. So basically you're excluding them. Um, how it works is, for example, as you said, you know, like uh, let's say a car battery. Um, uh, a battery keyword, it's very, very generic. It's very broad, right? You have a cell phone, you have bikes, you have cars. So if you are using a phrase match uh, keyword that says car battery, you are also likely to uh, trigger the ad for, you know, cell, uh, cell phone battery or phone battery. So in this instance, usually you know uh, that battery is, you know, sort of uh, um, a generic word. Then you exclude, you know, cell phones and bikes and car uh, and, 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 and TVs or whatever. Um, sometimes you do know that the word or the keyword that you're bidding also has um, sort of like similar keywords, like, you know, that the battery is. Uh, you can also, for example, you know, TVs. It could be new TVs and used TVs, right? So if you will be bidding on, you know, televisions or TVs or even phones, right? I mean, you know, iPhone 14. Uh, that's a good keyword in a way. It's a broad, but uh, even iPhone 14 price keyword is okay. But there can also be used iPhone 14 price, right? Someone actually can search for used phones. If you don't have used phones, then the word used should be added to your negative keyword list. So for most part, you usually start with like common sense things. Um, you know, you, you think in that kind of terms, like if you have only new items, you you want to exclude everything that is connected with used items. If you, I don't know, if you have, if you don't have free shipping, you exclude free word uh, from everything that you uh, bid on. Um, so that's, that's the first thing. I mean, basically apply common sense. And since you know your product, your business, you kind of, more or less aware of what people might search. Uh, the rest of negative keywords, it usually comes from when you start bidding. So for example, if you have, you know, iPhone 14 price keyword, uh, Google will show you all the keywords that people searched when they clicked your ad. It's a huge list um, and you can go through that list and, you know, just click on the keywords you see and don't like or don't convert and just exclude them as well or add them to a negative list. So for me, I usually you know use common sense. Uh, just look at the product or a price and and uh, product or or a service, and immediately usually see that okay, there there might be keywords or searches that people you know will enter, and they not they don't actually mean that. Uh, it's really it's really hard for B two B businesses, especially because a lot of you know you using B two C people you know searching for the uh, for B two C services and you advertise B two B, so it's it's kind of a hard here. But uh, afterwards, I just you know when you optimize keywords, you just basically try to find the ones that can convert and add them to a negative list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, valuable, like it. Um, 
Can you tell, uh, you know, I, I, I often hear from, from my clients uh, when someone can tell Google ads don't work for me, SEO doesn't work, I don't know, like uh, Facebook doesn't work. Uh, so it depends. I think uh, it depends. Yeah, it depends on uh, settings. If you can't set up, then find experts who can do it, you know, who can provide results with that. Can you tell uh, why uh, people sometimes think that Google ads uh, uh, don't work. I think, yeah, because of, of the price, it's, I think it's one of the most expensive channels compared to many others, but you can get uh, super relevant clicks if you set up it right. So can you tell uh, why people can think like this and how to change their minds? <laughs> um, there are a couple of reasons. I think first one is, as you said to yourself, is a setup. Uh, it's not hard to set up, but it's harder to set up correctly. Mm -hmm. So there are guides and, and, you know, videos and everything else that you can use, but they're not, you know, if you don't have experience, it's easy to make mistakes, right? You can add, for example, if we go back to iPhone 14, you can, if you have iPhone 14 on sale on your website, for example, you can add that keyword, but then iPhone 14 keyword is really broad. You'll have a lot of searches, people searching for phone cases, uh, spare parts, used phones, so you get a lot of traffic thinking that, oh, you know, it's a good traffic, but people don't buy because people search a lot of things related to iPhone 14, right? So you have to narrow down. So you have to know what you're doing. So that's the first thing. First thing. Uh, the other thing I mentioned before is Google's really good when people are already searching for it, right? So for example, you know, the e-commerce stores, if you're searching for clothing or phones, it's really good because you can see how many people search for it and you can bid on a keyword. Uh, the third thing is probably related to the land well the landing page of the websites uh as i said before i mean it's 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 a crucial part as well because what people confuse any platform facebook tiktok is that it's the platform that does the sale but it's the website so the google ads or google ads or facebook is just to bring the traffic into the website but if your website well, doesn't look good or, 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 you know, doesn't convert, then nothing will happen. Then the platform will get blamed. You know, oh, you know, I, I tried on Google ads or Facebook and nothing happens. But then you look at the website and you, you can barely find the prices or the text are with mistakes or, you know, the images are poor quality or whatever, whatever the reason, uh, people are not willing to buy from that uh, website and they blame the platform. So I think that that's more or less common through reasons. Um, how to fix it? Uh, well, the last one, the websites, I mean, there are plenty of blog posts about, you know, uh, conversion rates, best practices. Start mm -hmm. there. Um, uh, the the setup part, yes, exactly. If you have time yourself, there's a lot of, you know, there are many courses uh, besides me. Uh, I'm no genius as well. Uh, you can look at it, but you have to have time. So you have to have time to make mistakes. So mistakes usually cost money. So you have to yeah. be ready to, you know, um, first of all, learned it, uh, applied, uh, you know, day by day, week by week. Uh, hopefully we'll get it right at the first time, which never happens, but, uh, maybe. So you have to, you know, learn, spend time learning and, you know, spend some money making mistakes. Um, and then, you know, optimizing as well. Uh, so if you don't have time, try to hire, if you don't have time or money, well, that's, that's a bit tricky, right? Yeah, but you can yeah, learn. I mean, yeah. it's it's not it's not a complicated thing to learn. It just requires time, as everything else, right? Playing guitar, you know, driving a car, 
uh, it's not nothing happened in you know day one. You have to learn it, and uh, yeah, and it and it'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. I remember when I started to write my press releases, and I wrote a bunch of press releases. I pitched them. I used all best practices and got zero mentions, zero results, zero <laughs> full zero. You know, but I learned how it works, and then I hired experts who can write press release. I hired experts who can pitch them. Uh, and after uh, managing the process, we got mentioned on CNN, Business Insider, many other great websites because of cooperating with great experts. Uh, and uh, I think it's similar to any niche. You can test, you can learn to get the basic, but how you can beat expert? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's better to, to know to know how it works because you can't understand and speak one language with an expert who can do it. Uh, you can understand why you need to think more about uh, quality clicks than uh, just chasing low uh, uh, cheap clicks. Yeah, uh, it's important to get clicks that will sell your products and um, yeah. It, it's important to learn, but I'm not sure uh, that you can took, take uh, two directions to improve your products, uh, to develop, innovate because your competitors are not sleeping and to set up great Google Ads campaigns. <laughs> yeah, because it's creative stuff. You need to spend all your time. So, yeah, I, I agree about learning, but not sure <laughs> about to do it. Uh, yeah, you can test, analyze, but I think it's better to cooperate with experts. Rokas, I want to ask about uh comparing to other platforms uh, i often uh, read uh, resources that google ads are expensive and it's better to test different platforms like bing less expensive uh, facebook uh, even twitter someone can tell go to quora and quora you can get uh, low uh, but effective clicks so can you tell uh uh, is it good idea to uh, extend or replace uh, Google Ads uh, with other paid ads? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, I also heard that. I think um, when we speak about Google Ads, we have to mention that Google Ads is also so has that search ads, right? So we have display ads, you have YouTube, you have you know shopping ads. Mm -hmm. There's there's a bunch of different campaigns. Um, so it's really. The question is, what wasn't successful? Uh, if you take display YouTube and other campaign times, it can get expensive because it's just designed to uh, attract reach uh, rather than results. Although you have, you can you can reach results. But for search campaigns, um, I always tell whether clients or anyone else, um, it's not actually the cost that's your goal. I mean, your goal is not to get cheaper clicks or lower your budget. Your goal is to make a sale. Now, if you make a sale and you make money, then then it's fine. The budget is unlimited, right? Each dollar you spend, you know, gets you a dollar fifty. So you can spend unlimited amount of budget because it comes back to you. So it's really hard to compare whether you know a click is two dollars or five dollars versus Facebook, which is a dollar. If Google Ads convert, then it's fine. I can you know I can pay the price. Um, so so that's that one one thing. I mean, display. YouTube are expensive. Shopping campaigns are better for e-commerce. Search ads, for most part, I think it's mistake setting up, uh, bidding for wrong keywords. And that's probably 80%. And of course, there are products or services just don't work on search ads. 
that's it. They, they just don't work. Um, regarding Facebook, I think the downside of Google ads, is search ads in particular, is that it's just text. So you can't really um, communicate an emotion, right? It's just text, right? I mean, you can in some way, but, you know, video and images are way better. So this is where Facebook comes in. So Facebook can create demand. You can attract people to click, uh, you know, using pictures and sound and, and um, uh, you know, and, and videos. And you can target audiences. So people don't have to search for you. You can just find an audience and uh, you can get cheaper clicks. But then again, it's the same platform. Like you can get cheap clicks, but if no one converts, then it doesn't matter whether it costs one cent or $10. No one buys anything. Yeah. So I, I think that's, you know, first of all, it's what is the goal and how much you can pay for that. Sure, you can pay $10 per click, but if someone buys a product that costs $500, then maybe it's okay to pay $5 per click. So I, th I think that's the goal of it. I mean, I don't really like comparing price per click with the platforms. Uh, I think the product or service has a platform that is just more suited uh, for it. You know, Facebook is, is you know, at least for, for my experience, Facebook is very good for, for a product or service that is priced around $50 to $70. Uh, it's really good on discounts. Uh, it's really good on perceived value or emotions because you can show the product, you can show the people using the product, you can show the videos, and that's what hooks the people on Facebook. Now, Google Ads is something different. It's way better for people already searching for it. Uh, they kind of know what they want. So it's, it's you know, they search, uh, you get an answer, they see the ad, they click on the ad, and then it's your website that actually does the job. Uh, Quora, LinkedIn, Twitter, I think it's kind of the same uh, in that aspect. Uh, I try LinkedIn ads, they're quite expensive. Uh, Quora as well. But again, if you have a product that is designed for or suit, more suitable for Quora, then maybe you'll have more luck than on Facebook. So uh, it's really hard to compare. I think it's, you can try all of it. But then again, let's think about it. You know, Google is number one, Facebook's probably number two in reach. I don't know how many billions they have, but like everyone <laughs> Googles it, or at least a lot of people Google it. And, um, and most, well, third of the world is on Facebook. Oh, and Bing Ads. Bing Ads is really good. Uh, I think they have about 15% share in the United States and really low in Europe, probably like 5%. And maybe that's like UK, France, Germany, Poland, some of that. But uh, you can have. Uh, it's easy to import all the ads. Like if you have Google Ads, Google Search Ads that already convert, you can just import them to Bing Ads. You most likely will get 10 to 15% uh, increasing conversions because of just people not using Google and they prefer Bing. I mean, that's, that's, that's just pretty easy. It's basically mm. the same in that sense. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Uh, you mentioned about, uh, that, you know, uh, landing page, uh, target URL can, uh, mislead or, uh, have no call to action. I don't know, something like this. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, can you tell how to analyze that, uh, the, uh, that the main problem can be in a landing page. For example, if I open apple.com, uh, I can see only iPhone in the first visible screen. By the way, I opened now and I see iPad. <laughs> and uh, the main message, uh, bring on college iPad or uh, MacBook. Yeah. So Apple knows uh, when to share iPhone because uh, iPhone is responsible for 50% of all, uh, all sales. Uh, but right now it's time, great time for uh, college. Uh, and that's why we can see iPad or MacBook. But anyway, what I can see, it's so simple. You know, a lot of white space, 
Uh, I, I, I see uh, nice looking pictures. That's it. Now, uh, short message. Uh, but if I open Amazon, I can get almost everything. All sales funnel uh, from uh, top to bottom. You know, I can learn reviews, videos, pictures, uh, text, anything. So can you tell how to find the balance between Apple and Amazon when you create your landing page? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, it's okay. So let's get. So uh, there are two parts. We'll get back to Apple and Amazon. Uh, the the key. Uh, what I use basically for any campaign. Now the, the 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 keyword that people search, right? What you search in the in the Google Ads, what you enter, it's basically your question, right? Whatever you enter, it's you asking Google to find it, right? Uh, now. SEO results or organic results, they, they you know, they, they scan the content and they give, the Google gives you results. Now, ads are the same way. Uh, the goal with the ad is to answer that question. The same is for landing page. Now, if I search for uh, men's leather shoes and if I click the ad, I want to see men's leather shoes. I want to see that like, like you saw with the iPhone or an iPad. You want to see, you know, either the category of men's leather shoes with, you know, shoes displayed if it's an e-commerce site or maybe just one huge pair, uh, like an iPhone, like a really expensive, nice looking pictures, you know, of, of uh, uh, custom made leather shoes for men from Italy. That's what you want to see because you enter that into Google, you clicked on the ad and you want to see that what you search for. So that's the biggest mistake. People direct users to pages where either they're just really too big um, or use homepage. Now, the homepage in Google Ads is not really good unless you have only one product or service. Now, otherwise, it's really complicated because the homepage is usually like a mix of stuff. Uh, you can see sales, you can see promotions. So if you use ads and someone clicks on the ad and doesn't see what they searched for, they leave. That's it, that you wasted a click. Now, when you compare Apple to Amazon, I'm not like an expert in all of the things, but I kind of, what Apple does is, is mostly like emotional, like the, the product is, um, is high value. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a huge brand. It's, you know, it's always, you know, Android versus Apple. They created this huge following. So they, they keep doing that with everything, their ads, uh, you know, their images, they show it as a really advanced, really expensive product. Exactly. Uh, yep. There you go. See, mine is old one. I think it's twelve or something. Uh, I'm not a that that uh, huge fan to replace the phone every year. But anyway, yeah, they they use that. They show you know big pictures. It's I like what they what they do. Apple does it really really good. I especially like the titles. Go read the titles of like MacBooks and iPhones and Apple Watches. Just really good copywriting. Now Amazon is a marketplace. You can find anything there, and they're strong in that. Uh, you know, you don't need customer reviews for iPhone. I mean, <laughs> maybe you needed it a while back, but even then they use a specific strategy where they kind of tell you that it's really good and you kind of believe that. I don't know how they manage it, but anyway. But Amazon, you just have lots of sellers, lots of products. Of course, you open some random, you know, page for Amazon listing and, and you see some kind of shoes or, or, or jackets. Of course, you want to see if, you know, the store is legit and if they, you know, if they sold a lot of things, how people evaluated because you don't know anything about that amazon is a marketplace right so it's similar as you go in your you know hometown and marketplace you go to buy vegetables or you know cucumbers you go you know you go through several sellers and you look at the you know tomatoes or cucumbers oh these these look better 
I want to buy from that seller or, you know, that is cheaper. So I think mm -hmm. the balance is depends on what actually you're selling. If it's something unknown, if it's something, uh, you know, uh, people not familiar with, uh, you probably will need more social proof, videos, reviews, testimonials, um, anything, anything that will, uh, convince the user that it's a good idea because it's spending money. Of course, the more expensive the item, the more stuff you need, right? So the more expensive, the website needs to be uh, look, look better. So like Apple, uh, more testimonials, better quality videos, better quality pictures. So the more expensive, the more doubt the user will have. So you have to convince that it's a good idea. Of course, benefits and features and how it feels and, you know, whatever. If the item is cheap, uh, for most part, you don't need a lot of things. I mean, here's the thing. It's $9. Ah, you know, whatever. I'll just buy it. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need a lot of social proof for the item that's, you know, just $9. Um, so, it, so a lot of it depends on, like, what actually, what's the price and you know, who, who you're attracting? Because, you know, how, may, how much um, doubt or questions they might have. And your page has to answer every each one of their question doubts, you know, uh, why it's, you know, $100, did people buy it? Did they like it? Uh, who is the seller? He, you know, the seller is from Vietnam. Like, I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm from the United States. Can I return the product? You know, what about the shipping? Is it expensive? Because Vietnam sounds far away. Will I pay it now for shipping? You know, you have to answer all the questions because people are, if, if you know, if the store is your, you know, in neighborhoods, you can walk there and return the product. So that's, you know, that's uh, basically it's ballpark of what it's about. Yeah, valuable. Uh, Rokas, you mentioned about uh, the balance. Uh, I like this word, especially today, because we have AI, other automation, and uh, I usually balance my job between manual and uh, AI. Uh, and yeah, after launching ChatGPT, by the way, I use AI before ChatGPT. Today, I use a lot more and I like this tool. Uh, and uh, for example, uh, after editing content on ChatGPT, we got mentioned on great websites like CNN, uh, Business Insider, Forbes, many others. Uh, and uh, I know that it's important to use in Google Ads, but uh, to do it uh, in the right way. I, once I spoke with Jeff Coyle, uh, co-founder of Market Muse, and he told me that in the future we will have three companies. The first company will develop AI, the second company implement and the third company will be obsolete who can leave the trade <laughs> so can you tell how to find this balance between ai manual job uh, yeah because if i ask ChatGPT, please write for me uh, google ads uh, according to these keywords i can get for a few seconds but can you tell is it quality and how to get it quality <laughs> uh that's a good question. Um, I also use uh, ChatGPT for so some of the stuff for text and for ads as well. Uh, the problem is, well, if we talk specifically about Google Ads, is um, you still have to understand at least the basics to know whether the ad is good or not. So, you, I mean, if you input anything and copy whatever ChatGPT gives you, you're not really sure whether it's a good copy or not. So... You know, then we, we have like length. We have headlines and descriptions. The headlines are 30 symbols max and descriptions are 90 symbols. Now, 
this is again something ChatGPT doesn't know, so you have to write a smarter prompt. Um, but in general, I think what usually those automation tools lack is that you as a business owner, you know your audience or business better. Like you know the keywords. Sure, you can get you know many uh, many ads and then pick the one that sounds nicer, but it's you who's speaking and you you are responsible for that. You know, I I, I get I get um, some of the text, but I I need to write at least fifty percent because it's it's not like it's the wording sometimes. Uh, you know, ChatGPT may use you know the words that are popular, but I don't want to use those words because of that. So I need to sort of use the synonyms. I want to be you know unique in my ads, and I don't I don't I don't want to use the words that other people might use because of ChatGPT. You know what I mean? Like. ChatGPT yeah. is learning on the content that's on the web. So if you want to be unique, you can't use that content too much because everyone will use the same content. So I think that's where it sort of lacks the, the understanding, the emotion, like what exactly do I want to say? And um, I think the balance for me is that the tasks that are that I can automate, basically something that doesn't require my input a lot, I sort of outsource to AI or ChatGPT, right? So maybe I need, you know, for example, a headline for a blog. Now what I do is just, uh, if I'm too lazy, I'll just, you know, give a, a, a paragraph and say, you know, generate me 10 headlines. And I will just look at it, what it generates. So it helps me. I don't have to think too much, like, you know, pick yeah. the words because English is not my native language as well. Same to you. So I need, I don't need to think about like synonyms and the words. So I can look at 10. Okay, this one good. Oh, but I like this one as well. So maybe I'll combine the two. So see, so it helps a little bit, but it's your input is valuable as well because you have to like maybe combine the two headlines, maybe make one out of the three. Uh, and then use that because I think that's I think that's the balance or the line where I draw it, where you can you can like start like it helps you to start a little bit. It helps you like maybe um, you fill in the the blank sheet, but it's uh, it's still it doesn't do the whole work. Um, so yeah, maybe in the future it will. Uh, maybe when we you know it starts learning on the uh, in real time, um, maybe then uh, you know you can outsource even more and more and more. But at this point, I think it's too early. Google also has suggestions in the ads and also this automation. But uh, from my experience, you can use a little bit of that. But it's not as good as, as someone who is really, really good at you know Facebook ads or Google ads or whatever. I mean, the person still, I don't know how to call it, a experience, a feeling. But you kind of know, okay, this will work better than whatever Google suggests. Because ChatGPT is, is generalized based on everything and everything is not always better right i mean iphone is really good at taking pictures mm -hmm. but is it better than a professional camera with professional in in the professional's hands probably not right so everything is good but not always so i guess that's that's yeah. the line in some sense i know this word it's called intuition you know when you have experience when you Exactly. acquire this experience you know you can use intuition and i love it sometimes i can rely on intuition more than on logic you no know, because uh, even if uh, logic can tell different way i have my intuition you know because of experience no way <laughs> i it's better exactly. to test like this yeah so yeah and uh, remember gary v mentioned about intuition he told that 
he always uses intuition you know because of extended experience if you have this extended yeah. experience you know how to play it yeah rogas i want to ask about your experience what i found i usually get uh, great results with customers who understand seo so if they understand we know why we need to create high quality content why it's more important to think more about traffic value than getting more traffic. Um, many different insights, uh, why we need to use PR, link building. But if my clients don't understand, I tell them, get the basic, learn, uh, learn from my course, for example, from Lily Ray, Jeff Coyle, Mike Phillips, Chelsea Alves, uh, plus, many, uh, plus 20 other experts. Uh, go to YouTube. Google, just learn, get the basic, understand how it works. Uh, so let's imagine you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. It's your first day in paid marketing, in specifically Google Ads. What will you do today if you started from scratch? Hmm. Well, I, there are two sides, and I think I'm more leaning towards first side. I always try to understand the basic. Like how the platform works, you know, um, like what is actually behind the scenes? Like how, what is, what is the purpose of the platform, right? Like how it works? What is, what is, what is search? Why people search something like this? Because I think handling UI, you know, pushing buttons, how to create campaign or whatever, it's an easy part. As I said, the harder is like how to do it better. So for me, it's always like, you know, what engages, why people, why people go on Facebook? why people go on Instagram, you know, why people search. And I think I will try to get a course. I'm, I'm for sure hundred uh, percent uh, behind courses. I, I even like, if I, if I was university, like if I was 20 or whatever, 19, I would probably don't even go to university because I kind of think it's a waste of time. Sure. There are great ones. I don't want to generalize too much. There are great universities. There are great, you know, scholarships, whatever. But in general, if you want to, if your goal is like to have a skill, uh, you know, to make money, to make a living, there are a lot of information, a lot of free, uh, you know, the better is paid, you know, a lot of newsletters, YouTube courses, whatever books. I mean, you can spend a year and become really, really good at whatever you want to be. Well, maybe not heart surgeon, but like, you know, Facebook ads expert, freelance Google ads, there's plenty of material. So I'll try to get the basics, like what is what is what hasn't changed, like uh, on the platform, and then try to get as much experience as possible. So my first, as uh, soon as I get like how it works and how to set up things, I would probably do a lot of stuff for free. So that would be my first mm -hmm. thing. So you know, like post them on on whatever on your social media. You more or less you have Facebook accounts, you have LinkedIn, you have Inst whatever. Post there, hey guys, I'm starting this new stuff. I need experience, whatever, I'm doing it for free. You know what I mean? Like that's to get, because uh, theoretical knowledge without experience is nothing. Sure, you can know it, but as you yourself probably know, like there's a lot of stuff um, that it's not necessarily working all the time for all the clients. So yeah, you need to adjust, right? So this is only, this only comes with experience. Now, yeah. theory can say one thing, but when you start and there's no results, what to do then? And usually people who don't have experience, they are stuck there because, okay, so I spend, you know, $500 on YouTube or, or Facebook or Google ads, nothing happened. So what next? You know, what to do? Mm -hmm. So only experience teaches you what to do next. You know, like check this, check that, you know. And so I try to get as much experience as possible working for free. 
then maybe working for a little money. And then once I have enough experience and knowledge, then I'll, you know, probably up my price or you can actually go to work as a junior in the agency, like for a year, because it kind of gives you this, you know, quick experience working with a bunch of different clients. I think that's also a pretty good option, uh, but probably not longer for a year, but because you kind of work with small clients across the country, they'll give you shitty accounts, but that's fine because you're learning and someone's paying for you. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I agree completely because in marketing, you don't need to get high education. Um, only, you know, my opinion uh, that uh, lazy students can go to university because they can't manage the process of learning. You know? But if you want to go ahead, if you want to learn, Uh, you don't need to get education uh, in college at any other place because everything is uh, free online. Uh, you can take the course, you can uh, find free courses, paid courses, YouTube videos, blog posts, uh, uh, book books, marketing books, great books. You know, um, yeah, just learn the basic, learn how it works and practice because uh, I don't like overlearning. Great experts, they learn, they read, but they test more. You know, it's like Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, he hits the ball a thousand times a day than to read a new book how to play soccer, you know. And it's it's sure. marketing. It's quickly changing field. Uh, what I don't like in college, uh, you know, you know, you can't focus uh, in one specific direction. Uh, the second. Uh, Uh, it's obsolete, you know, uh, a lot of information are obsolete, but if you uh, read every single day, if you can learn, if you test, you can uh, get much better results. Uh, in medical, of course, you need to go to college. In some niches, you need, it's a must have, but in marketing, it's wasting time. I completely agree with that. And yeah, Rokas, I just have final question about uh, the future. Can you predict? What kind of future will be uh, in Google Ads? Because uh, we have some changes today. Chatbots, probably augmented reality will come to the place. So many things are changing. And your thoughts about the future and how we can adapt to this possible future? Good question. Actually, with the um, with the AI surging in ChatGPT, um, I also have this thought. Maybe I will be out of job. You know what I mean? Like. AI will create ads. It's it's text-based, like you don't need anything. Now AI will, can create videos and images. You have MidJourney, you have ChatGPT. Soon, you know, videos will pop out and you just enter something and, and everything is set, uh, set up and done. Um, I think that will definitely will happen in some way. Um, but I always like to uh, remember the uh, all the sayings that once something new comes up, people say, oh, email is dead because disappeared oh email is dead because you know facebook or chat uh, whatever whatever happens it's just oh email is dead because of that and i remember people you know killing email all the time but it's still the best converting thing right so so google ads is basically similar in some way uh, unless the search itself changes you know like people search with their phone i, I don't know like how but um what will happen most likely is that ai will assist you more and more and more 
So using AI is probably in the near future, I can't predict like 50 or 100 years, but like in the near future, I think learning how to use like, like you do yourself, I, you, you use it to help you out with some tasks, like it doesn't replace all of you, but helps you as an assistant. What you need to learn is how to use that tool to help you, you know, create better ads or whatever, do research or something like that. I think that's probably what happens. Uh, with Google, at least all the features that they had before, the downside is that it's generic. Now, whatever they, whatever they will create for the accounts, like within the accounts, like they have Bard, they may integrate Bard into whatever, but it's all generic. Like they will focus on everyone because as a platform, it's for everyone. But you need to advertise your business, which is, you know, somewhere in, I don't know, Kiev on the street and it's flower shop. Like you need only that. You don't need all of the things, all of the tools. You need to understand how I can get more people visiting my flower shop or my bakery or my coffee place. And that for most part, AI cannot answer because it's just designed for everyone. And I think that's the key difference for now because it's not human. So it can't have the context of it. You know, like even with ChatGPT, you have to actually prompt correctly for it to understand what you actually want. And even then it's not really sometimes correct. So I'm not really worried about that. I do probably have a, a tip for people working to get familiar with tools, understand how they work and how you can use them. But uh, I don't think now that people uh, or AI will replace somehow and all you need to do is just you know type a keyword and everything happens because Google or anyone doesn't have an understanding of what your clients are and what your business is and what you actually need. And that's the core thing that differentiates, you know, any automatic systems from a human being, you know, optimizing campaigns. So, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Awesome. I think, you know, I, I agree. I think, uh, we still need human touch before robots will kill all human beings. You know, but uh, <laughs> if we have human being, we need this human touch because robots have no emotions. Yeah, you can uh, teach AI uh, to get these emotions, but it's art. You know, it's not real. <laughs> uh, Rokas, yep. it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. I love it all. Valuable. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Uh, well, I have the blog. It's under my name. Uh, weekly, I share stuff. It's from basic, like what is Google Ads, to advanced stuff. I think that's the that's the main resource where I share my knowledge. I do have a book as well. It's on the site also, if you want. I mean, for most part, you can read the book and go freelance. If mm -hmm. you have time nice. to learn experience. I mean, I basically laid out everything I do. It's, it's not the same as all the books that you basically read and then you find out that you have to hire the author to do it good. I really hated those books. So I wrote it in a different way. I wrote it how I would explain to you how to do it. Nice. So awesome. if you have time to read it, then you could definitely, I can guarantee you can get a job in, as a junior in the agency for sure because I already had people getting the jobs. And if you have time to learn and sort of test on one or two accounts, you probably can freelance as well. I mean, it, again, when you when you know the basics, it's not that hard. Uh, yeah, I think that's for most part. I mean, uh, uh, social media accounts is on the website as well. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> bore everyone listing social media. But uh, for most part, all my knowledge is on that website. So if someone interested, go ahead. Nice. Yeah, I've, I, I have time to read. I only 
have no time to read all books online. So I usually <laughs> usually choose great books that I get a lot more insight. So I'll put your book on my list. Guys, I recommend to anyone, you can see a lot of valuable insights. So you can get a lot more by reading book. And for me, books are the best format ever. You know, anything can't replace books because book offers spent like six months and a year to write a single book. But for blog articles, video content, audio podcast, yeah, it takes like 30 minutes, an hour, uh, yeah. blog post like four hours, eight hours, but it's not like book because books are foundation and the best skills I get from books. So anyone who can listen to this episode, read books or <laughs> I will speak with you. <laughs> okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.